0: Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Wednesday, August 19th, 2020. Stand up for your country. Well, the Democratic convention is a ratings disaster, Um, literally. So ABC, NBC, CBS run um, from 10 to 11. They average about 2 million viewers each. Now you could put a chimpanzee on television, jumping up and down, maybe you have a little banana or something with them. The chimpanzee would do more than two million people. Now, there's 320 million people in this country. <laughs> and you have two million average watching on the three networks. Cable is a little bit more, but not much. Fox is two million, disaster for FNC. They'll recoup next week with the Republican convention. Um, MSNBC is the leader. They're so the biggest cheerleader for the Democratic Party. CNN is right behind them. They're doing a little bit more than that, uh, a little bit more than $2 million, but it's a disaster. It's way down from four years ago. The reason is it's boring. Now, Michelle Obama's speech wasn't boring. We went over that yesterday. And I talked about it again with Sean Hannity on his radio program today. We have that posted for you which I think you'll enjoy that conversation between me and Hannity. Um, We had Ocasio-Cortez last night. I'll get to her in a moment. But she was only on for a minute. They probably should have put her on for 45 minutes. She's a star in the sense that people like to watch her. But other than uh, Mrs. Obama and uh, Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez, I mean, you know, Colin Powell is not going to do it. John Kay nobody's going to sit there and listen to them unless you're really hardcore. But the worst part about it, the worst part about it is the boring pundits. Now, as you know, I, I did cable news for more than 20 years, 16 consecutive years at number one. So I know a little bit about this. If I had a boring guest, I took the interview over. I'd either make fun of the guest or I'd throw a hand grenade, verbal hand grenade or something. But these people, and it's across the board, you got 18 people on the panel. You don't know who they are. They say the same thing. Let me give you a, and this is all I can stand, a 30-second montage of boredom. Go.
1: Uh, The human story of Joe Biden, a lot of the stuff that has happened to him that makes him the character of empathy that is such a stark and appealing contrast to Donald Trump. And I think she also kind of wove in all of the themes from uh, the night about Joe Biden, being a good listener, being somebody uh, who is empathetic, and speaking as someone uh, who has
0: seen the presidency up close. We need a president who has, as Michelle Obama said, The empathy and compassion who's Mm -hmm. walked in the shoes of struggling people. Oh, empathy. Did you get it? That's the word of the day in the Democratic Party. As I explained to you on a number of occasions, they get memos. They the pundits from both sides, Republican and Democrat. Democrats get a memo every morning coming out of K Street in Washington. And it says this is what we want to highlight today. Empathy. So Joe Biden is empathetic. Word of the day, empathetic. All right, that's, that's nice. Do I have to hear it 50 times? Yes. If you watch cable news, you're going to have to hear that 50 times. Over and over, same thing. At the end of the day. I'm telling you, I'd rather play with Holly the Terror Dog, which I do, instead of watching this because I don't learn anything. You don't learn anything. It's all a bunch of propaganda. Why do you want to do that? And next week, you're going to see the same thing. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillO'Reilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. All right, so I'm going to run you two sound bites um, from last night, and these are the most amusing. I'm just doing this because I want to be amused. I'm not doing it for news purposes because there's no news value in this, but they're amusing. First, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, go.
1: Infidelity and gratitude. To a mass people's movement working to establish 21st century social, economic, and human rights, including guaranteed health care, higher education, living wages, and labor rights for all people in the United States. A movement striving to recognize and repair the wounds of racial injustice, colonization, misogyny, and homophobia. And to propose and build reimagined systems of immigration and foreign policy that turn away from the violence and xenophobia of our past. A movement that realizes the unsustainable brutality of an economy that rewards explosive inequalities of wealth for the few at the expense of long term stability for the many.
0: All right. So the Congresswoman did not mention Joe Biden in her speech. What she did mention is communism. She's a communist, not a socialist. She's a communist. Let me give you the definition. This is from the Encyclopedia Britannica. Quote, political and economic doctrine that aims to replace private property and profit-based economy with public ownership and communal control of at least a major means of production and natural resources of a society, unquote. So, I mean, all you have to do is listen to this. Um, the economy uh, is brutal. Uh, we have to uh, do away with the explosive inequality. She's a communist. Karl Marx could have given this. Joseph Stalin, Mao Zedong, all of them. This is exactly what they said. All right? We got to get rid of the czar because he's corrupt and he's violent. We got to get rid of Shankai Shek because he's a violent guy. Same thing. And she was reading on a teleprompter. But no Biden. <laughs> okay. Now we'll go from one extreme to the other. You ready? Colin Powell. Now, Colin Powell is a liberal Democrat. Yes, he served as Secretary of State under George W. Bush, who in Powell's mind, betrayed him because Powell was the weapons of mass destruction point man. And it turned out to wear, no weapons of mass destruction inside Iraq. And Powell never, never forgave President Bush or the republic establishment for that. So he's a democrat now, but he still says he's a republican. Roll the tape. Today, we are a country divided and we have a president doing everything in his power to make it that way and keep us that way. What a difference it will make to have a president who unites us, who restores our strength and our soul. Well, General, my soul's right here. I mean, I don't need it restored. I'm fine with the soul uh, aspect of the uh, analysis. And uh, as we went over yesterday, um, there's no way Joe Biden's uniting anybody, all right, with his, you know, intensely left programs. I mean, there's no, there's no way. You know, with Killing Crazy Horse coming out on September 8th, and again, please pre-order it, get it first. All other eight killing books will be back in play, okay? And also The United States of Trump, which will be out in paperback very soon. All of my books will be front and center again. But Killing Jesus was the most difficult book that Martin Dugard and I had to write because the research was so difficult. It's a history book. Now, Killing Crazy Horse, I'm going to tell you about it um, in about 10 days. And I'm tired of the lies being told about my country in the historical realm. I am tired of that. And you read Killing Crazy Horse, the merciless Indian Wars in America, every word of it is true. And you will know how your country is forged and be able to combat all that anti-American propaganda. It's not a perfect nation but there are explanations about why things happen. I'm back in a moment with two books that you are going to wanna hear about.
1: I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's gonna get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast, Politics
0: by Faith. Here's my final thought of the day. We have, I think, the smartest audience on the planet watching us on the first TV, Bill all the other uh, things that, that are carrying us now. This is a book written by a factor, factor. He was a Factor viewer. Now he's a BillOReilly.com viewer. Uh, Ryan's story. All right. A father's hard-earned lessons about cyberbullying and suicide. Ryan's story. Now, I'm sure you know kids who are troubled. you got to get them this. This is a self-published book, and that's why I'm telling you about it. Um, I'm going to give you an email address. John Halligan is the co-author, John Halligan, good Irishman, H-A-L-L-I-G-A-N, John Halligan, one word, at Story one word, dot org. This is just vital stuff, all right? This guy lost his son. And we need to have an awareness of this kind of stuff with internet, all of that. It's really, really important. So it's Ryan's story, once again, if you want to get information about the book, John Halligan at RyanStory.org. Second book, it's written by a retired colonel, Brandon Jager. Okay. The Decline of Patriotism, the Death of Nations, and How We Might Be Saved. The Citizen Forge. Very interesting book. Self-published by another guy who watches us. Okay. So here's the address b jager j a e g e r b jager one word at thecitizenforgeproject.com thecitizenforge f o r g e project.com one word all right so these are these are people who watch us every night and we were doing something they're self publishing and i wanted to bring both of those books to your attention And I hope you will check out the websites, and I think both of them will be very useful to you. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.